Chapter 13 A Story Without an Ending This is a story without an ending. I have lost track of the people involved, but I doubt that this story will have any ending soon, or a good one. We will call them John and Jane Doe and Junior. John comes from a fine Christian family. Two of the other men in the family are ministers, and John knows his Bible, perhaps better than they do. He entered into business and quickly became a modest but firm success. All the same, he sometimes talked of entering the ministry. Jane Doe, you might recognize, if you saw her picture. About 10 or 12 years ago, she was that beautiful minor actress in some television programs, whom you saw for a season or two, and then no more. Like hundreds of others, she was good, but not good enough. She loved the life of an actress, all of it. She was not afraid to work, and she loved the glamour and the tinsel. She also loved the seamier side of it, the men pawing at her, the flattery of being pursued, the parties that, with ulterior motives, all of it. In the process, she met and married another hopeful actor. Each thought the other's name would help their career. They soon drifted apart. He dropped out of sight permanently, and that was the end of it except for Junior, who was born about the time no one wanted her for a part. It was about that time that John met her, was attracted to the glamour of knowing a starlet, and gave her a job. He took her to church, and she soon professed to be born again, and they were married. In about two or three years, she decided that life with John, however comfortable, was strictly dull. Being a Christian was dull, and being a mother was dull. She told John that she needed to find herself, that she might return later, and she left him and divorced him. Junior stayed with John, although legally in Jane's custody. She became a receptionist and quickly rejoined the swinging set she loved. Twice in the five years which followed, John met girls at church who were ready to marry him, on the condition that Junior be sent to Jane, and all contact with Jane ended. Junior despised John as a square. Now ten, he had actually robbed John of over a thousand dollars in a single act. John pleaded and prayed with Junior. He did everything except spank him and called the police. He never got his money back. Each time John was serious about these girls, Jane reappeared. She checked in regularly to say that someday soon she would settle down and be back. The church girls dropped John. John's family and church friends thought it was terrible what Jane was doing to John. The truth is, John was doing it to himself. His love of Jane was a love of the false glamour she represented. It was a way of saying that, although he was incurably a worker by nature, he too was able to command a swinger as a wife. His love of Jane betrayed a false love in his heart. 
as Solomon saw it. For as he, a man, thinketh in his heart, so is he. Proverbs 23.7 John's father was wiser than the rest of the family. He blamed John and called him, because of Scripture, a fool. Speak not in the ears of a fool, for he will despise the wisdom of thy words. Proverbs 23.9 A word to the wise is sufficient, but fools will despise the very revelation of God as well as the experience of their own lives.